Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Life Around the World podcast. I'm your host, Katerina. Thank you very much for tuning in, whether it's your first time or second time. If it's your second time, I do hope you enjoyed the first episode with my husband, Tozani from Eswatini. Remember that if you have any feedback to give me, you can contact me on Instagram at Life Around the World Podcast. And I also set up an email address, lifearoundtheworldpodcast at gmail.com. I do look forward to hearing from you. Also, if you have questions for our guests or questions about the countries and cultures we talk about, please let me know. And let's move to our second guest of the show. Her name is Loza. She's from Ethiopia and she's very happy to talk about herself, right? Of course. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> thank you so much. Okay, thank you for, for coming here. It's a pleasure. Well, of course I know you, but uh, I guess the listener won't, listeners won't know you. So who are you? Who is Loza? Loza is an Ethiopian first. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was born and raised in Ethiopia. I'm 29 years old. And uh, I'm a woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> a Leo woman. <laughs> a Leo, yes. So that's why she loves talking yes. about herself. <laughs> now I'm here in Italy mm-hmm. for attending my master's. So we're doing the MBA together, right? Yeah. It's been stressful. Oh, words can't really. explain. <laughs> <laughs> You're an engineer, right? Yeah. You worked in the energy sector in Ethiopia? Yes. Okay. But uh, I became an engineer. It was the default. Okay. <laughs> Why is it because your parents are engineers? Uh, not actually. We're not given a chance to discover our interest. Okay. And then you just join whichever stream you feel fancy mm. or <laughs> which could be a good promising, especially in financial terms. Mm-hmm. So after completing my high school, I was confused what to do. Mm-hmm. And they say engineering is good. You can earn good money with engineering studies. So I joined Engineering Compass and I was good with physics. So. Okay. I joined the electrical engineering, but it was not my calling. Not How old were all. you when you had to choose? Uh, I was 17, mm. but right before I joined the university, I turned 18. Mm. But I agree. It's something I was thinking about recently. We kind of have to choose our way of life like too soon, too early on. We're still teenagers. We're still trying to figure everything out. Mm-hmm. So here, I guess it's a little bit later. We go to university when we're 19. But already when we are 14, we have to choose the kind of high school, so more mm. scientific or more classical. It's too early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But right after my graduation, I worked as a sales representative. Mm. Okay. So since then, I'm on the business sector. Okay. And well, so as you said, you've been in Italy around six months. What are the main differences? That it's not to generalize, but so far from what I have noticed, Italy is in the middle between Africa and European, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> mm-hmm. because here people are not individualistic. Mm-hmm. There is a community, there is a family relationship, which we have a lot in Africa, especially in Ethiopia. It doesn't feel completely new, mm-hmm. 
but of course there are cultural differences especially in terms of communication oh yeah speaking with a loud voice <laughs> <laughs> okay we speak louder than yeah really. yeah <laughs> and <laughs> for the first two weeks that people used to ask me speak louder <laughs> <laughs> but uh the culture is more or less the same mm-hmm. and it's Uh, you don't feel complete stranger here. People are welcoming. That's okay. one of the reasons I like Italy. Well, and Italy and Ethiopia have a history yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> More or less, <laughs> good or bad, I don't know. But <laughs> a long story. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, for example, do you have Italian words uh, in Ethiopia that you use in your language? Which is Amharic, right? Yeah. Do you use also Italian words? or? Yeah. Well, um, um, Amarinya or Amharic. Uh, yeah, I figured out that after I came here, okay. I started to learn Italian language uh-huh. and then I discovered some words like caramella, okay. tasa. I'm like, I know this words, <laughs> sharpe. <Yeah. laughs> It's more or less similar, yeah. but of course, the way we pronounce it is a little bit different, mm-hmm. but you can see it originated from Italy. And speaking of Amharic, it's a very old language. And you have um, a click sound as well? Yeah. For examples? The f. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Okay, the, the whole is ta, tu, ti. Oh, wow. Different. Ta, ti, ti. Oh, there are different types, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's difficult. It sounds like something else, yeah. As I told you, in my husband's language, Siswati, also has clicks, but they're a bit more different or something like Kanyane. yeah it's more like that I can't even say that <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Africa but <laughs> it's a different language <laughs> oh. what do you miss most about Ethiopia hmm. nothing right yeah <laughs> no <laughs> I'm like from where shall I start of course my family mm-hmm. uh, my friends and how life used to be easy things were easy uh here everything is accessible the infrastructure is well developed the utilities well structured but here i have to think about everything like in terms of my future maybe mm. it's the situation i'm mm. in now But starting from arriving in Italy, I'm thinking about my accommodation. I'm thinking about mm. what I'm going to do next. Like, there is a lot of tension in terms of that, in addition to being in a new, completely new environment without anyone. But um, in Ethiopia, life is challengeful. Mm. But I think I get used to of that type of challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Is it your first time living away from your family yeah in Ethiopia you live with your family yeah is that common like do generally people live with their parents until they are married or how does it work yeah especially for a woman it's mm-hmm. kind of taboo <laughs> to get really? out before you get married okay you have to stay with your family until you get married or you get really old age <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But for the guys, uh, it's common to go out. It's different okay. for women and men. 
there's this idea of Italian men like being attached to their mothers and living well, with their mothers boy, until yeah. they get married. So. <laughs> and do you have a big family? In our family, we're just three. Okay. Mm, but the family is kind of tied mm -hmm. with my cousins, with my aunts, the whole family. Yes, it's a big family. You mean three siblings? Yeah, three and siblings. Okay. Yeah. Are they no, no, no. We're three. Two siblings. Two siblings? Yeah. One brother and one sister. Are they older or younger than you? Younger. You miss them? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm responsible for their future. Oh, really? And I make sure like they're doing everything right and try to give them some guidance. My sister is in university now and my brother is on his final year of high school. And you told me your sister is getting married or getting close to yeah. getting married she's engaged she's engaged <laughs> before me <laughs> that's what i wanted to ask so. <laughs> what are your feelings about that at first i was shocked mm. because she's five years and six months younger than me mm. <laughs> okay <laughs> you didn't expect it yeah mm. and also for my family It's given I would go first, mm. but now she's engaged on her way to get married. At first I was shocked and I felt like I lagged behind. Mm. But when I really thought through it, I'm like, well, our life is different. <laughs> I'm too far to get worried. <laughs> Because if I were near to my mom, she would nag me every day. <laughs> Are there arranged marriages in Ethiopia? Is that part of the culture or no? It used to be. Okay. Uh, even now in countryside, that mm. is how it works. But in the cities, no, not anymore. I remember when you came here, a lot of Ethiopian mothers around yeah. Bologna, around <laughs> Italy, <laughs> were very happy. <laughs> And were trying to get you to meet their sons or, or their brothers. In mm. So I guess they are very involved in the romantic life of the kids, right? Yeah. They feel like they are a part of their life mm -hmm. or our lives. Mm -hmm. Even for my mom and dad, like um, around 5,000 something, 4,000 something miles away from them. Mm -hmm. But every time they call, they remind me. Don't forget, <laughs> <laughs> you're turning 30 soon. <laughs> okay. So you have to find someone. Mm. Life is not only about being educated or becoming successful woman. Success has a different version and one of it is to start your own family. Mm. That's what they say, but yeah. so it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> pressure, yeah, I can imagine. When you are on the quest of love, <laughs> since I met you. <laughs> since you made me, after you made me. <laughs> you kind of. You've been on this. You have a part on that. <laughs> <laughs> really, I've had a part. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why? Why? Um, because I arrived here, all my focus was just to finish the study. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I used to say I have lots of things to worry about. Mm -hmm. And the, on top of that, I didn't want to have a relationship because it needs energy, time. Mm. And I thought that would divert my attention. But after 
seeing how you went to Zani. <laughs> I see how it will be easier with the right person. It's different in many ways. Because in our culture or in Ethiopia, unless you get married, you can't live alone. Like especially from the family side. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be trouble. But now these days it's becoming um common not common i would say but uh in terms of responsibility in africa in ethiopia now the women are supposed to work and also take care of the house but mm. here you share all the burden mm. not only economically but also in house and doing the course and everything but yeah for a woman in Ethiopia especially in Addis Ababa life is becoming more harder because uh, she's supposed to work to earn money and then mm -hmm. also she's supposed to work at home mm -hmm. like it's going yeah. to be yeah I mean it's still similar also here unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> of course probably not as much as Ethiopia and Italian men are some of them trying to mm. take more charge of responsibility in the house uh, but yeah, as we said before, I think this is common almost everywhere that the woman just keeps getting more and more responsibilities yeah. and yeah. more and more burden. Back in the days, mm -hmm. uh, we used to have the ceremony, which is once in a year on Epiphany Day. Mm -hmm. And there is a culture where the guy throws a lemon. A lemon? A lemon, yeah, okay. on the woman he likes. So if she likes him, she'll follow him, and then they'll start a relationship. Oh, yeah. But a whole lemon? Yeah, that, like... What, did <laughs> it hurt? <laughs> no. You want to try it? <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll try The lemons there are smaller. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Small lemon. <laughs> okay. So the guys, like, is the ceremony in the house or in the street like how does it yeah happen? it's like a street festival okay so there's the epiphany ceremony mm -hmm. on the side in the afternoon uh they'll gather to sing to dance and then okay. if he likes a woman he'll throw a lemon <laughs> if she likes him <laughs> she'll pick it up and follow yeah. him yeah okay and then what happens when she follows him <laughs> who knows <laughs> the rest is <laughs> <the> story <laughs> <laughs> it's like picking up literally mm -hmm. picking up like okay. so um i think for most cultures in ethiopia it's common for the guy to chase after the woman yeah. in the city due to now globalization especially with the gen z even the millennials mm -hmm. the women start to ask the guy out but it's not that common mm -hmm. and also for ethiopian guy if you ask him out you are going to have a lot of problems. Why? Because <laughs> their ego is... Okay. <laughs> you can't manage that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard. Especially when it comes to a serious relationship. The guy is the one even to ask out for the first time, especially. Okay. I don't mind. I mean, I mm. like it. It's that way. Yeah. Because it's easier for us. <laughs> okay, so that's one burden less for the woman. Yeah, at least, <laughs> at least let's have this one. <laughs> I see, yeah. 
Well, and you've mentioned, uh, you said most of the cultures in Ethiopia, so I think that might be interesting for some people to hear, because we think of a country, at least in Italy, we think that's one culture. But in Ethiopia, it's not like that, right? Yeah. There's many different cultures. Did it come from different tribes that were living Mm -hmm. there? We have around more than 80. It's zero. Okay. Yeah. Um, nation and nationalities mm-hmm. and we also have more than 80 languages in one country yeah <laughs> <laughs> does that get messy sometimes it does sometimes yeah <laughs> the good thing we have one official working language mm-hmm. at federal level mm-hmm. so it will make things a bit easier mm-hmm. the majority of the population is dominated by three ethnic groups Mm-hmm. More than seventy-five percent. Do most people in Ethiopia speak good English or no? Okay. Not really. Okay. You don't want to listen to it <laughs> 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 because, okay. as I have mentioned earlier, the official working language is Amharic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless you work in an international organization or you have contact with outside supplier or partners, there is no chance. Yeah, okay. So that's very interesting for me because the, the parts of Africa that I've known, they all have, um, as the main working language, uh, a coloni- colonization language, you know, coming from, yeah. um, from the colonizing countries. But of course, Ethiopia has never really been formally colonized. So it's quite interesting. We were supposed to be Italy's colony. <laughs> were you? Like, I'm confused. I always heard that uh, when... Italians managed to colonize Eritrea and they tried to colonize Ethiopia, but uh, we didn't manage. But I don't know, did we manage in the end? Um, It's a kind of confusing story for us also. (laughs) They said there was a war and Mm -hmm. then Italy, the Italian military has a base in Eritrea. Mm -hmm. So they, Eritrea was a colony of Italy, but not Ethiopia. Mm. That is one of the reasons now Eritrea is an independent country. Yeah. Yeah. That's a different You thing. show them pasta <laughs> and then they're <laughs> like, we're good with injera. <laughs> uh, you can see that only one or two percent of the whole population from 120 million can be on the top mm. life standard because the population of Addis Ababa is estimated five to seven million. Mm-hmm which is less than 10% of the whole population, yeah. even within Addis Ababa, a few, probably 20% or 25% are able to have a good life standard. And uh, Ethiopia is landlocked, right? I was surprised. You don't have any yeah. sea. But uh, we have many rivers, including the Nile River, which is the longest river. Yeah. And uh, we have different lakes, like the Lake Tana, Lake Shala, mm-hmm. uh, especially the Lake Tana. It's known for history of church. There are okay. church from, if I am not mistaken, uh, 15th century. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there's a different monasteries. It's a tourist attraction site. Interesting aspect is uh, we have a holiday for mm. the Muslim and also for the Christians. Mm. I okay. thought it was the same <laughs> for every <laughs> country. <Yeah. laughs> 
Okay, so you celebrate um, Eid, for example, yeah. and also Christmas. And, yeah. uh, Our calendar is different. Mm. <laughs> we are seven to eight years behind okay. the Gregorian calendar. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Now it's 2023 in Gregorian, but in our calendar we are on 2015. Okay. So we have around seven, eight years to catch up with the rest of the world. <laughs> You're taking your time. <laughs> That's why we're relaxing. <laughs> I wish we were in 2015, I was 24 years old. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> so if I go to Ethiopia, don't become 24 years old. <laughs> I wish it was that way. Yeah, I wish, yeah. Cool. But no. <laughs> okay. Um, and then finally, I guess um, we need to talk about the food. Yeah. So, how is the Ethiopian food? Mm, yummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. M- of course, it's not. Uh, comparable with Italian because I like the Italian more. <laughs> Excuse me, to my Ethiopian <laughs> people. <laughs> okay, you like Italian food more. Yeah. Why? It's different type. Mm. And more variety. M- yeah, more variety exactly, and also the taste. Mm. You c- for us, our food is mostly spicy. There are not much options, mm. but in Italy starting from the dolce (laughs) yeah you can have a different variety of it and from different ingredients Mm. you're used to italian food like do you have it in ethiopia pasta but now i see we were doing it (laughs) in the wrong way (laughs) i'm gonna be publicly (laughs) shaming you (laughs) because the other day you brought sorry tortellini with pesto (laughs) (laughs) mi dispiace (laughs) it was a horrible sight (laughs) but i'm sure you're not the only one around the world but i like ethiopian food as you know i think it's also as you said yeah it's mostly spicy but it's also varied you know you know Mm. when i go to the ethiopian restaurant i always get the platter with everything so i yeah. get a bit of everything and it's nice you get like different styles of vegetables and then different styles of meat it's yeah. good. and then the injera of course last time when we went together if you remember some of them were eating with a fork not our friends of course <laughs> i kind of felt offended i'm like that's not how you're supposed to eat injera <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. So, But it's interesting because they're used to eat with knives, forks, spoons, but now they're trying to use their hand to roll it and then take a bite. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Especially we have this culture of feeding each other. Okay. Like you have a bite, how can I say it? You make a roll Mm -hmm. of the injera. And then give it to your friend or to your family. We call it gursha. Gursha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, even among friends. Then. Yeah. Okay. Even among guests, if you're the host and they're sitting and eating and you're serving them, they'll give you gursha. That's interesting because it sounds like such an intimate thing. I think here it would be just for your partner, you know, very Mm. intimate. Yeah. Uh, But, okay. 
So definitely, if you have an Ethiopian restaurant nearby, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, highly recommend it. Please <laughs> eat with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Try to eat with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should make a small tutorial. <laughs> But how to make, yeah. We need a video for that. Okay, thank you so much. For thank you here. so much. I had a lot of fun. I hope you did too. Me too. <laughs> And uh, yeah, sometime we'll post the tutorial on the uh, Instagram page. Yeah. On how to eat Ethiopian food. Yeah, and give a gusha. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> we'll try that yeah. too. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you everybody for listening and for tuning in to this second episode of the Life Around the World podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. Please remember to subscribe if you did. Um, tell a friend about it if you think they might be interested in learning about other cultures. We have a new episode coming out next month. It's going to be very interesting, but no spoilers. Um, you can head to the Instagram page at Life Around the World Podcast to see pictures and videos related to today's episode, especially the reel about the Gursha. It's going to be a lot of fun. And remember, you can always write to me on, on email at writing to lifearoundtheworldpodcast at gmail.com. So I'll see you in a month for the next episode. Goodbye.